1: Brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All
2: right, welcome into Cleveland Browns Daily. Let's head right to the podium, defensive coordinator
3: Jim Schwartz. I did anything about other than do what, you, do what you feel that you can do. And pretty soon, about six months later, I was pretty much back to normal and pretty much working uh, normal hours. But it was really an honor to uh, be back in that organization. It was an honor to work with guys in the staff. I think I have some lifelong friends on that staff. And I'm, I'm greatly indebted to Vrabes for, um, for what he did and um, for helping me out. I just hope that uh, I gave as much as I received in those two years. So it'll be good to look – it'll be good to see those guys, you know, a, a son of northeast Ohio coming back home to play a game. Um, and I figure the best way I can honor them is to play really good defense on Sunday
4: makes him such an effective coach and and allows him to get the out of guys like he does
3: yeah you know he's a former player but that you know that, that that's not the whole story he's um he's very consistent in his message he has a philosophy he sticks through it um you know he um you know doesn't waver when it comes to you know the the wins of the nfl i guess you'd say you know, the wind starts blowing one way. He doesn't change direction and go another way. And uh, I think that's probably the, the biggest thing. He's an excellent leader. He's a fantastic game manager. I learned I re- learned a re- a lot from Braves when it came to dealing with a team and, you know, in-game management. No matter how many years you've been in the league, this is 31 for me, there's always something that you can pick up and learn from somebody else. And, um, you know, every day I seem to – pick up something it's like you know what he did that a different way than i've done it in the past and you know maybe that's a better way so um yeah i, I think the the biggest thing is you know he, he he sticks to his guns he's unwavering you know they lose a game he doesn't um doesn't change course and and that's valuable in the nfl no no i had respect for him as a player and i knew him a little bit um you know, a little bit. But, you know, my kids were in school in Nashville, and I was back in Nashville. And, um, you know, I'd see his wife, Jen, walking the dog, and, you know, we lived in close to the same neighborhood. And, um, you know, so in the off-season and stuff, we would, you know, run into each other at times. No. Oh, no, no. He had, he had you know, you know, he had touched base once or twice a year before that. But, you know, when when the news came out that I had to step away, you know, it was it wasn't anything other than, you know, how you doing? And then, you know, hey, look, come back, have a little fun, you know, and um, you can contribute. And you know, like I said, I think I was a I was a good mentor. helped the young coaches out, and uh, knew my role. And like I said before, Tony, I just I hope I I, I gave as much as I received. Do
1: You think um, your two years there,
5: you get to you know up pretty well. What makes what what does well? What really? he
3: well um and i, I think you knowing personnel helps a little bit they've they've turned over a lot of personnel but you know whether it's ryan or derrick henry um you know all those guys um you know you 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 have a good idea of what guys do well and and what they don't um i don't know it's a whole lot different than just film study because ryan's been in the league for so long um Jeff and uh, he has such a track record not just with the Titans but Miami before that. So um he has a lot of tape on him. Um you know, Derek has been around a lot and you know, it's going to be it's going to be um you know, a, a tough challenge stopping those guys on Sunday. We have four new on the offensive line, is that where it starts for you for your game plan? Well, I think you know, when you're built the way we are, um you know, up front is is what drives our defense we expect those guys to be the engine of our defense and um you know and i think we're i think um you know we we have just in general we have guys that are tough matchups not not necessarily against the titans but just in general and we tend to we you know we try to emphasize that and um you know so i i think that you know it starts from there i think you've seen the way teams have played us the first two weeks they they don't want to you hold the ball very long and um you know try to do a lot to combat what we do on defense um you know so i'm sure they'll do the same thing you know they 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 know who they know who our players are they know you know what they're capable of doing so they'll have a plan um you know but i think just like you saw on monday night You know sort of like you go back to cincinnati and we had miles on the center and he got a flush and we got the sack and um came back last week and they had a different plan for it we had anticipated it but they weren't going to leave um miles one-on-one in the center so they doubled back which left sione free and sione was able to get the sack and um you know i think we have a lot of complementary parts that way that um you know that we can use and you know, too much. You devote too much attention to one guy. We have a lot of ways to, you know, sort of make you pay in another way. So, um, D line very important to us. But, you know, they're gonna they're gonna have, you know, not just rushing the passer this week. You know, number 22 is coming to town, and, um, you know, we we need him on um, Highway 90. We don't need him on Highway 71, if you know what I mean. Right, no north south. We need him east west, you know. We we need him we you know, we need him we need him going sideways and the D line's gonna have a lot to do with that and uh, getting penetration and keeping him from coming downhill on us because you know, Jeff you talk about having first hand knowledge. I I've seen that first hand, you know, I played against um playing against Derek before, but then also seen how people try to take him out of game plan. And definition of a great player is, you know, even when teams start their game plan with you, you still have a way to be effective. And I think Derek falls into that category. He's a guy that, you know, you can stop nine times in a row, and the 10th time he can go 90 yards for a touchdown. So we're going to have to play excellent team defense. We're going to have to tackle well. We're going to have to be physical, and we're going to have to get hats to the ball. Tackling Derek Henry isn't a one-on-one thing. It's an 11-on-one thing, and, um, you know, we have to have that mentality going in.
5: How pleased have you been with your run defense through this first two games?
3: It's two games. I mean, you know, I mean, it's we're off to a we're off to a, a solid start. You know, I mean, obviously we had the missed tackle that led to a 21-yard gain in that play. Um, you know, I think you know Z makes that play probably nine out of ten times. But you know, Najee Harris was a good back, and he broke it and you know made us pay. But you know the consistency of not allowing the people to move the chains with the run game is very important to us and it also helps set up our rush if we can make a game one-dimensional um, you know then you know it can lead to more opportunities to pass rush and things like that so um, you know so like and then and just just allowing offenses or preventing the offenses from controlling the the flow of the game and the tempo of the game all those things are important and you know, if you want to be known as a physical defense, um, well, you better do a good job stopping the run. And, uh, you know, we want to do all those things. Going well, to
1: Monday night. What was the message to the defense after that big play to
3: Pickens? Um, seemed like it was a really turning point of the game, but you, defense seemed to kind of rally up after that. What was the message to that? Well, you know, we had, we had started, I think, first drive interception, interception punt fumble recovery punt and then a three and out field goal so we got off to a fast start and then we had a little bit of a lull we gave up that touchdown we gave up a field goal and um i think the guys the guys have a lot of pride and the the thing with that touchdown is it was it was just really it wasn't just one person we we didn't execute that defense very well at all and that's a defense that we generally played really well over the Course of training camp, preseason games, and um, and the regular season so far. So, it was disappointing that way. But, you know, those plays are going to happen in the NFL. Hopefully, you can limit those as much as the only touchdown we've given up in two games. And our guys have a lot of pride. And um, you know, we finished the game with punt, 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 and we're able to at least get the ball back for our offense. And you know, like I said, our job is try to set them up and and get the ball get the ball back for them. So. Our guys didn't panic. Our guys didn't let one, but you know I think the thing we have to guard against in a game like that, and then losing Nick and things like that, one of the things we talked about was just guarding against guys trying to play outside the scheme and do too much. You know, you can you can go get, um, you know, get 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 too antsy trying to get trying to make plays. And our message is make the plays to come to you. Don't go outside to make them. And I think in that, in that play we had a lot of guys trying to make a play and instead of just making a play it came to them. So, um, you know, I'm proud of our guys' ability to bounce back. I'm not proud of that play, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll bounce back from it.
5: Nick is a blow. Um, you also saw the Titans in 2021 lose Henry for nine games and still go 12 and five.
3: How were they able to do that? Um. Yeah, I think it. It's what I said before about uh, Mike Vrabel. You know, he's just. You know, he he doesn't panic. He stays the course. Um. You know, he's he's very resilient that way, and it and it it flowed over to the team. You know, and um. You know, part of, you know, part of that job of the head coach is to make sure everybody knows, hey, it's going to be okay. We have um. You know, we have a plan. We have good players behind. Um, Deontay was able to step in and play good. Um, in his place. And um you know, I think I mean injuries are just fact of life in the NFL. And no coach points to injuries as the reason that, you know, you don't perform well. No good coaches do, right? You know, it's just hey, next guy up and let's fill him in, let's find out what we're good at, let's find out how we best use those guys. And, you know, whether you're talking about Derrick Henry or Nick or you know, anybody else, um you know, that's that's just a standard course of action in the NFL. What was the worst injury that you had to you as a coach? Mm, I don't know. I mean, there's there's tons. When I was in Tennessee way back in like 2002, we lost Javon Kersel on the first play of the game, broke his foot. Um, you know, and he was premier pass rusher in the league, and we ended up in the AFC Championship game that year. So, um he was able to come back in like 10 weeks but you know we had to survive um, him being down in that game jeff a rookie 7th rounder replaced him in that game had three sacks so you know when when you know you just don't pay lip service to the next man up you know um, you know i think i think fans and other people tend to um, be more concerned about injuries than coaches because, you know, our whole thing is, okay, what's next? What do we do? We don't have time to fret about it. You know, you just go to the to the next guy and move him in and, um, you know, try to be efficient. Make up your red zone defense. You had a yeah, we haven't let anybody inside the 30, so it's uh, not just red zone. Um, obviously that's not going to continue, but I like where it is right now, you know. Um either zero percent or hundred percent, I don't know the way you'd put it, but um you know, the less opportunities. Red zone's tough, you know, and um and that's where scores happen. And um, you know, we've given up a couple field goals, but they've generally been longer field goals, um, which, you know, we've seen we've seen guys miss um Cincinnati game and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we, we just go and play on the field position that, that we got and hopefully we can stop drives. but I think Tony that probably plays a little bit into the, the third down you know and we, we've made it hard to sustain drives so far. so um, when, you, when it's hard to sustain drives and you don't give up a lot of big plays, albeit a 71 yarder, it makes it hard to get down into the red zone. Was that
6: a clean hit by uh, was that a clean hit by Minka Fitzpatrick, and how do you coach your guys regarding you know low hits, high hits
3: and yeah, I, I glanced at it at the board and I've, i' haven't watched I haven't watched it since, so you know it's it's football. okay, guys all right hard hard deadline all
2: right this is uh this is my favorite one. We need him on highway 90, not highway seventy one That is strong, strong,
4: horizontal. Not vertical. East I like crust. that. East, not north, south. That's baby. right, baby. I love that. Yeah, that I was like that. that made it onto the. That made it onto the game notes. That made yeah, it into the, that'll be in the. You'll hear that on the
2: broadcast. I took that. I took some notes on that one as well. Yeah, I thought I that. Thought that was very, very good. Um, we'll get the full reaction to some of Jim Schwartz's comments. Um, obviously, we back at work preparing for the Titans, which is going to come here quickly on Sunday. We are off and running here on Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Valley ValleyBet, sports betting partner of Cleveland Browns. Now live in Ohio on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland.
1: Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. Chip Schwartz at the podium.
2: Get to the matchup in just a second. Uh, We will do the matchup both ways, offense and defense, for us against the Titans, which comes on Sunday. You'll hear from your quarterback, Deshaun Watson, as well. Um, This is a a biggie. They all are, especially when you drop one that you shouldn't have Sunday in Pittsburgh, or Monday night, rather, in Pittsburgh. So there's an opportunity to get right. Perfect conditions for this? Should be. Looks like, right? We're in the 70s.
4: Should be ideal conditions
2: this is it right like if you were to say to yourselves like if you were to say chamber of commerce state of ohio it's like september 15th to october what 20 yeah 25 like this month is our it's a good it's a good time yeah this is this is the time to live baby i mean this has been spectacular absolutely spectacular out there so we could have a good good day for this um we need it
4: we need it we need it i think you think do you think yeah i think a nice day for the fans after they sat under the one cloud that was in the whole cleveland area <laughs> right. in the season opener uh so yeah i, I think it's, it'll be very good we didn't talk about the, after the uh somebody my
2: my dad had called and he was like uh he's like man you guys getting poured on there i said actually no perfectly sunny perfectly sunny as a just other than that one that one track of it um this is a, a very, very gettable and beyond that game. This is a get right, get healthy type of game. I think the most fascinating part of this game, we'll get into this in greater detail tomorrow and in some of the matchups, though, is um, you know wh- how do we go about our business offensively? Because we've had 24, we don't anymore, um, and the look of that and how do you get four on track? That's really something that needs to happen starting Sunday.
4: Yeah, that's, that's basically the whole thing, right? Like, I, I mean, this team now with the loss of Nick Chubb is going to have to be fully put in the hands of its quarterback, Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun Watson needs to play at a level that is capable of putting a team on his back and carrying it. And, and he's demonstrated the ability to do that earlier in his career. You know, with the Browns, 4-4 four and four as a starter, just hasn't really... Other than that one half, and watching hasn't really kind of gotten out of you know first or second gear in terms of what he's capable of, and he still gives you the glimpses. Yeah, it needs to be ratcheted up consistently, a- and the time is now. You're facing a pass defense that's given up exactly 305 yards to both Derek Carr and Justin Herbert. They were the worst pass defense in the NFL last year. Yeah, this is a gettable team. Now they've got a good pass rush up front, and we'll we'll talk more specifically. But this is all about now. You know our offense. And I realize, you know, that there are a lot of benefits of being in thirteen personnel. This that would I just think the sh- we now have to play in whatever way Deshaun Watson is the most comfortable, and and your season, if your season is derailed by the loss of your star running back and Nick Chubb is as elite as it gets, yep. then your season was not going to be a season of consequence anyway, mm-hmm. because you're not doing anything of note in the AFC without a quarterback
6: you're
2: not you're not doing any this is one of one of the you've said many many smart things through the years on this show a great many smart things one of my favorite things you said was in this nfl you have to throw it when they know you're going to throw it yes you have to be successful um to, to play devil's advocate just with watson's early performance just a little if you go and look at the top 10 quarterbacks In the first two weeks of the season, from a rating standpoint. A lot of struggles. Brock Purdy's number one, for starters. Jalen Hurts is in the 20s. He's like 24. Mahomes Er is down. Mahomes is like 13, 14. Hurts is in the mid-20s. Burrow's in the low 20s. Deshaun's like 28 or whatever, like way down near the bottom. But like, the guys that are off to good starts are not the names that you would see. In fact, if you look at the top 10, I think there's only one guy who – I can't even remember who it is. Lamar's like 18. Tua. 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 Yeah. And Cousins. Yeah, and cousins. Two and cousins have been really efficient to start the season. Everybody else has struggled. And I don't know what that is. Is it not playing enough in the preseason? But then the crazy thing is, like, Pickett played a ton in the preseason, was great. None of it translated. So it's like it's I don't I don't know what the answer to it is, other than the fact that just these guys just aren't as sharp across the league as you would anticipate them being. I'm talking about Lawrence, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Hertz, all Herbert. All the guys that you would say these are all pro Pro Bowl type quarterbacks struggle. Dak's been great, Purdy's been great. Cousins. Dak
4: Dak hasn't played in any type of a situation other than perfect in two games. I mean, they have just been boat drilled people. people. Yeah, they have. They have.
2: Yeah, yeah. But to his credit, he's not putting them in those positions either. Like he's 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 not not making any sort of uh, adverse conditions for his offense to play in, which is something that you know that we have done. So I think that's it's a it's an odd start to the year. Yes. You know, we talked about this a little bit earlier in the week, but, like, everything that we thought the AFC was going to be, to this point, it's not It's not there. Um, the teams aren't as smooth, and there's big problems. I mean, Joe Burrow's not practicing today in Cincinnati. So, if they got to go with – is it Jake Browning who's the backup, the kid from Washington? Yes, so, he's exactly the backup down is. there. So, like, they play Monday night against the Rams, who are pretty formidable, and Stafford's playing really good. And all of a sudden Bur- Burrow can't go again. He's still nursing this calf. And even if he does play Monday, you have to question if he'll ever be healthy truly this right. year,
4: at least until they get to a bye week. Like the AFC It's wide open. It's stumbling right now and yes. it is wide open. That's why it would have been so nice. Oh gosh. To have handled your business and been one of the three teams in the conference at 2 and 0 plus be 2 and 0 in your division, 2 and 0 tied with the Ravens, but we're not but we have an opportunity over the next two games to put ourselves immediately back at the forefront of this conference and this division because you get the Ravens. These two games, I think, are critically important, and it starts with winning this very first one against the Tennessee Titans, which is a winnable game. This is not a great roster. This is, a, this is not a great roster by any stretch of the imagination. There's talent. You know, yeah. There are guys that are game records, especially on their defensive side of the ball, but this is not, not an elite team. The Browns need to handle their business. That's what they need to do. Go out there, handle their business against Tennessee Titans. But, yeah, it, there's been a lot of stumbling, stumbling, bumbling. The NFL is so awesome because it truly is in any given Sunday league because it's the way the ball bounces. I mean, yeah, the way the ball bounced against us in that game, against Steelers, is insane. Like, oh the pick God. gets caught by Minka, batted out of his hands and literally directly in In stride (laughs) to Alex Highsmith, so he takes it back. The sack strip fumble, like you see that all the time, and the ball kind of sometimes it'll – usually the ones that you see go to the house are when they strip it backwards.
2: Yeah, and you scoop and score. And then you
4: scoop and score. This one was like batted almost – and I was listening to a pod today where they give the analogy like – it was as if Alex Highsmith bounced past that ball to T.J. Watt (laughs) on a fast break to the end zone. Yeah. But that's what that's yeah. Those are the things that can happen, and that's why you know we lost. One thing I will tell people that I think is different about this Browns team. And and we'll see if it manifests itself, you know, on Sunday and then and, and Sundays to come. You've got guys in here who are not phased by what happened in a positive way, and let me explain what I mean by that. Go ahead. They care deeply about the fact they lost the game. They all know everybody in that locker room knows they should have won. But you got guys like Juan Thornhill. Juan Thornhill in kansas city remember remember they went into indy last year and laid an absolute egg oh, and yeah. lost to the indianapolis colts i do yep and then they bounce back yep and so you got guys like thornhill mccloud who are like okay was that ideal no what's the ultimate ramification we lost a game one mm-hmm. just one game and now we're gonna bounce back because we are good and so i think that there is something positive that because outside of these walls mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about we're on a roller coaster right now of the likes of which we've never seen in term because this is such an important season. There is so much talent here. There is so much at stake. But the reaction the it's still the same football team and maybe we weren't as good as we were in week one. And there's still, I thought, plenty of room to improve. We're as good
2: as we were defensively in week one. For sure.
4: And we're not as bad as we were in week two. But you would think like right now that this is a team in a complete crisis. And if things don't go well. In short order, maybe that will turn out to be prescient. But inside the building, I think there is still 100% confidence in this team and what they're capable of doing.
2: Oh, gosh, yeah. Like, it's pretty in- – I- I'm glad you brought that up. Because to me, it, it, the way that it feels on the outside, and there's so many things that are so much more improved from when they were in these times, was 20 when you knew that it – you know, you think about like when it wasn't going right with Freddie and you could feel like, okay, this yep. is this is not, we're off the rails. And 19, yeah. yeah. Uh, or ni- ni- 19? Yep. 19, yep. 19, 19, yep. 19, sorry. 19, um, 19 with Freddie and then 21 with the totally. Odell dad video. I mean, those uh, are the two, that's what this feels like now. Yep. Um, And it, this isn't that, this isn't that. Because there are, there are finite, there is one finite thing that you can rely upon with this football team that you couldn't in those seasons, and that is that this defense, to your words, will travel and dominate people. And that's not changing. That's not changing at all. So that won't change Sunday. That's going to change against Baltimore. Doesn't mean you're going to – doesn't mean wins are going to come necessarily. But I can guarantee you this. This defense will put you in a position to win more often than most will in the league. It's San Francisco-esque. It's Dallas-esque. Yeah. There's Philly. There's a few teams that, as the offenses are struggling – by the way, that – use Philly right like Hertz is way down yeah he's the me. list off the start of the, off the start of the season throwing the ball um, but they have other components that they can rely upon they've got great culture and they put themselves in a position to win and that's the place that we're striving to be but our defense will travel this is not that type of feeling at all
4: agreed and so it's incumbent on this team To handle its business, to go out there and and take care of things. This defense, to your point, number one in the NFL, 14 first downs allowed. Number one in the NFL, one touchdown allowed. Number one in the NFL, listen to this, the average depth of tackle on run plays is the line of scrimmage. The next best in the NFL is averaging the average depth of tackles two yards up the field or down the field, depending on your perspective. Better or worse. That's right. Two-yard gain. An average, the second best is a two-yard gain. Ours is at the line of scrimmage. We are number three. We're allowing 4.3 yards per attempt. We're number one on third down, six of 29. That's 20%. There has not been an offensive snap inside of our 30 all season. Like, that is ludicrous.
7: Now, it's those completely.
4: that says 2-0. and oh. Then you have six giveaways. Not good. And that puts you, obviously, where you are at one and one.
2: Yeah, I just pulled this up, by the way, just kind of so people have it. And I prefer QBR to quarterback rating. Yes. I think it's a more accurate.
4: Week one, Watson was still top ten in QBR. This week, I can't imagine he was.
2: So, in terms of through two games, Purdy's one, Prescott two, two of three, Jordan Love four, Jared Goff five, Cousins six, Stafford seven, Geno eight, uh, Patrick Mahomes nine, and Baker Mayfield ten. So, outside of the top ten, Allen Herbert, Lamar Jackson, uh, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence is twenty eight. Uh, Deshaun is actually thirtieth in QBR through two weeks, just Fields and Pickett uh, below. But uh, Trevor Lawrence is, is twenty eight on this list. Um, so that's just been a, everybody. It's a bit of a struggle, yeah, uh, getting out of the gates this year with with the passing game. So then um, there's a there was a story I saw last week with ESPN where there just aren't deep shots happening early this year. It's kind of the Mahomes effect that basically people are saying we. Basically, what they did to Mahomes last year at the start of the season, where, fine, take all of these scraps underneath. Yep, yep. But we're not giving you anything deep. Yep. And then it's just up to quarterbacks to take them. You just have to take the layups. Yes. And then and when it's you, hard
4: for them to do it when you get your shots. You got to hit them. Look at let's look at the Titans. Week one, they lose to New Orleans on passes more than ten yards in the air. Tannehill was four of twelve for fifty-seven yards and three picks. Last week, they end up beating the Chargers, who seem to have a fairly porous defense. Last week, he goes 5 of 6 for 161 yards on passes of more than 10 yards in the air. Yeah. So when you have shots, you got to hit them. And the Browns did have a chance to have a few shots in both games that they have not connected on yet, and I think that will go a long way to opening things up. But, that's yeah, that's the league right now. It's yeah. bend but don't break. Hope that you can get one sack here, a penalty there, that you know puts a team behind the sticks and kind of derails what they, what they did, you know, what they're doing.
2: Our old buddy Kirko announcing his retirement today, a nine-year career, third-round pick of the Browns, 778 tackles, 16 and a half sacks, seven interceptions. I remember him for dog check. In and just a good just dude, a, man. Just a just great a guy.
4: Great guy. Great career. Great guy, great career, yes. And certainly one of my favorites to ever wear the brown and orange um, and just an awesome guy. Uh, overcame a lot in his life to, to have the success that he did. And uh, just awesome. I remember seeing him in Houston last year. Gonna talk with him before the game. Uh, love Kirko. I uh, wish him I hope he enjoys his retirement, made a great living for himself. Yeah. Created multi-generational wealth, played a game that he loved at a high level. Like that's that's the anomaly, man. When you when you're drafted in twenty fourteen to still have been in the league this year, oh, gosh. That's the anomaly. And so th- hats off to Kirko. Love Kirkho.
2: Great dude. Uh, a run, another uh, running back. Well, that, well, this one traded. Ours was obviously signed off the uh, off the free agent list, but Cam Akers traded to the Vikings uh, for a conditional sixth rounder. We had kicked the tires on Akers. That was a reporting on that. Um, I think he could do a
4: little bit of good for them for Minnesota. Yeah, but he's a talented guy. And there's talk. The most interesting thing about Minnesota is today. Do you see? I think Gronk is the one who said it. What did he say? If they lose this game. And I, who who do they play this week? Chargers. Right. If they lose to the Chargers, or an zero and three. They are trading Kirk Cousins and tanking for Caleb Williams.
2: I, d- I don't think that you're doing that
4: at zero three. Not in the NFC. Just here. here let me just throw this I little, under- a devil's advocate at you. Yeah. They made a lot of decisions this year, like letting Dalvin Tomlinson walk, trading us to Darius Smith for mm-hmm. not a whole lot. That would indicate that they're looking to reload. Yeah. You it is unlikely they're going to keep Kirk Cousins beyond this year. So at best you'd be getting a compensatory third for him at that time. So there probably is a scenario that exists in which they say, Listen, Justin Jefferson, you know, we're gonna go we're gonna get you the the best young quarterback that you can play with for a decade. I would say when they make that pitch to Justin
2: Jefferson, it better also include a large well, amount of money. Well, he's to be paid. Yes. A large amount. of I money. I think that makes you because he him can't go. I don't even know who the backup yeah. is there. Like you, he's not. I think it's Nick Mullins. Is it Mullins? Yeah. I believe you, so you can't. You, you, you can't do that. Um, yeah, I mean it. I'm just I would. It wasn't my.
4: I was just saying that's. What, yeah,
2: that's what it says right there. So I. D- but if they do trade him, is that Atlanta? I mean, the Jets don't have anything to trade him. They can't trade they're, their first or second-round pick. they got to be able to trade it on a conditional basis. They can't because they're, it's already conditionally traded to Green Bay. But you know what it is. I understand that. But every time anybody has this conversation, they say there's no way for them to do that if that's it's a, trying to conclude a first or second. I've we seen need to Sheffer, to say it. I've we need seen an the injunction. Day. I agree. but It's like, ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that's the spot, obviously, would be New yeah, York right. on a one-year deal. Play it out. Play it out. Um, but if it's trying to be a longer-term play, like Cousins still got a lot of good ball in him, like – could he go to Atlanta for two years, three Grant. years, and play? Wouldn't they be good right away? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If all of a sudden he was on that roster? Yeah. Agreed. Those are the hot topics presented by Vivid Seats. Head to Vivid Seats to purchase brand-new premium terrace experience. Your ticket comes with pregame field pass, parking, all-inclusive food and beverage, and lastly, a $50 Brown Shop gift card. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats' official fan experience partner of your Cleveland Browns. Coming up next, our matchup, our defense, their offense. you listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, sports betting partner of your Cleveland Browns. Now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
2: Join Z and Gerard tonight on the Kevin Stefanski Show. 7 o'clock, Browns Radio Network. Coach Stefanski, Jerome Ford going to join the program. That'll be interesting to hear from Jerome as um, he has a very big duty this week compared to what his duty was or at least he believed it to be, heading into last week. Time for the matchup presented by BallyBet. Sports betting partner, your Cleveland Browns now live in Ohio.
4: It is our defense versus a Titans offense. Duck Dizzy. All right, the Titans on offense. Four new starters on their offensive line, and it looks like they're going to be already at their backup left guard. Peter Skaronsky, their first-round pick, played week one, but last week out with an illness. Did not practice yesterday with an abdomen. So I don't know what that means. But they've got two new tackles. Chris Hubbard, the former Brown, who made 33 starts from uh, 2018 to 2022 with us. He is at right tackle. Left tackle is Andre Dillard, the former first rounder of the Eagles, who they jettisoned. And only has 11 starts in his career. This is an inexperienced line. Their center's made four starts at center prior to this game. Their left guard, whoever that's going to be, if it's either Xavier Newman, has been in two games in his career. Or Dylan Raidens. he's made five starts in his career. So, I mean, there's just inexperience all over the place. We need to, we should be able to dominate them up front. Their offense, obviously, it goes through Derrick Henry, the three-time Pro Bowler, first-time All-Pro 2020 Offensive Player of the Year. it has got 4,000-yard seasons, three with 1,500-plus, 19, 20, and 22. So three of the last four um, on the season, averaging just 3.2 yards a carry, though 80 yards rushing a touchdown, 15 yards receiving, remember, against the Browns. Uh, he was pretty darn good a couple of years ago, had that 75-yard catch and run uh, for the touchdown against us, so he was good. Actually, those numbers I gave you were last week for him on the season for Henry, 3.6 yards to carry, 143 and a touchdown, five catches, 71 yards. Next rushing touchdown, by the way, will be the 80th of his career. But he's not the only show in town running the ball. They also have Tajay Spears, and Tajay Spears has big playability out of Tulane, their third round pick this year on the season. Averaging six point nine yards a carry, eleven rushes, seventy six yards on the young season. So he's kind of their change of pace back. Last week played twenty four snaps to Henry's forty six uh, out wide. DeAndre Hopkins, great player, four time you know five time Pro Bowler, four time First Team All Pro, six thousand yard seasons on the season. Leads the team in targets and catches and yards. Eighteen targets, eleven catches, one hundred and five yards. That's only nine point five a catch and yeah. no touchdowns. Has not been over a thousand yards since two thousand and twenty. The last two years, huh. both under a thousand yards with the Arizona Cardinals. So DeAndre Hopkins suspended last year. A little bit of a he missed time, injured, suspended, all yeah. of that. Yes. Last season over a thousand was twenty twenty Arizona, fourteen oh seven and six. His best year ever. Two thousand and eighteen. Hundred and fifteen catches, fifteen hundred and seventy two yards, eleven touchdowns, that was with.
2: Who's the quarterback on that?
4: Deshaun Watson. Two seasons with Watson, over 100 catches, over 1,165 yards both years. Uh, So they got Hopkins on one side. They've got their first-round pick, Traylon Burks, on the other side. Traylon Burks, uh, so far on the season, five catches for 94 yards, 18.8. Had a 70-yarder last week. That bumps that up. Uh, but only one career touchdown so far, but he is a big play guy. Three receptions of more than 50 yards since coming into the league. That's fourth in the NFL, so the Browns cannot let him get deep. They also have Nick westbrook Uh right now in the season, seven for 83 and a touchdown. He's the only Tennessee receiver with a touchdown. And then Chris Moore, who's coming off of a career year with Houston last year, he's got one catch for 49 yards. Their touchdown, Chig Okonkwo, Okonkwo uh, was very productive last year. Very productive. He led, in fact, over the end of the year from week nine on, 398 yards receiving, fifth in the NFL at tight end, 14.7 yards catch. That was number one at the tight end position. So watch out for him as well. And then, of course, the signal caller, Ryan Tannehill, 37-20 and as the starter with the Tennessee Titans, has led the team to the playoffs three times, all-time franchise quarterback rating leader, 99.7, was a Pro Bowler back in 2019. For his career with Tennessee, this isn't bad, 67%. 13,275 yards, 90 touchdowns, 36 picks, and a 99.5 rating. And I would not have had this. In 57 games, he also has 836 yards rushing and 21 rushing touchdowns with the Titans. 21. Jeez. I wouldn't have had that either, no. No, so that's 111 total touchdowns for him uh, as, as the starting quarterback there. So that's their offense. They are going to run it. Derrick Henry is the engine that makes it go. They used all six of their draft picks this year on the offensive side of the ball, but they are not – you can't let them hit those shot plays, and and you got to make sure you tackle Derrick Henry. But if you put this team in third and longs in an obvious drop-back passing situation, that's where you're going to be able, I think, to really do some damage on them. Tannehill is definitely at his best off of play action. And so for us, our D's been elite. Uh, I imagine that it'll stay elite. Here's just one little note on Tannehill this year. Under pressure – 50% completions, 5.8 yards per attempt, two picks, and a rating of 28.3. His rating, when he's kept clean, is 90, 67%, 8.3 yards per attempt. So pressure will be important. Would you have had that he
2: had more years in Miami still than Tennessee? No. He's six seasons in Miami, five in Tennessee. He's starting his uh, sixth season in Tennessee right now. No, I wouldn't have had that. Actually, he's He's starting his fifth. He's starting his fifth season in Tennessee. So he
4: went. He played six in Miami. 42 and 46 Mm -hmm. in Miami. 37 and 20 with Tennessee. Yeah, Yeah. that is wild. Yeah. And
2: he's kind of the poster child for like, boy, he got like a, 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 I guess, I didn't have the, my perception was that he did not get a full run in Miami. My perception was that it was two or three
4: years. No, he got a very famous But he got run. six years, six yeah, yeah. full seasons. Um, but let I me mean, say 42 and forty.
2: He comes into the league. Six. Uh, 42 and 46. That's comes into games. the league. He's 24. Starts 16 games, 16, 16, 16. I mean, he's a starter right away. Yeah. He started all the way through the whole time he was there for six seasons, six full seasons. Yeah. Pretty Here, well.
4: Here's the thing. Remember I talked about you, you got to get them in third and long's obvious passing. Yeah. Off of play action this year. He's averaging 12.3 yards per attempt and has a quarterback rating of 93 without play action. He's averaging 5.4 yards per attempt and has a quarterback rating of 58.8. Yeah, got to you got to get them into those third and long situations, but be aware on early downs, that's when they dial up some of that play action shot play. Yeah,
2: we remember it quite well. We'll hit you with your fantasy minute coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
2: When a medical mistake caused you injury, call the medical malpractice attorneys at 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Elk Elk & Elks, proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Time for the Fantasy Minute, presented by Scaleco Capital. Scaleco Capital, investing locally in the Midwest. I got some quick hitters for you
4: is Puku, Puka Naku. Naka? How do you say it? Puka Nakua. His cousin, Puka, somebody related Puka to him. Puka Nakua. Kai Nakua was on the Browns for a, a brief period.
2: Nakua. Yeah.
4: A must start every week. Yes. Yeah. That's right. He's got the most targets. He's got 10-plus catches, over 100-plus yards, both games. games. First yeah. person who's ever done that to start the career. Yeah, you start him. And I'd look, even start, I think, 2-2 Atwells right there is a, a must start as well in that offense. Stafford trusts him. Yes. So both of those guys, he will be the cat.
2: Who's going to get a lot of them. Uh, Is there a guy that is a must pickup this week? The running back. Unfortunately, it's a little late. I mean,
4: it's all been, it's all been done, but Jerome Ford obviously would be the number one pickup. Zach Moss. If he's on your waiver wire, for some reason in Indianapolis, grab him. Um, I think if you're looking for somebody to stash or pick up, maybe Kendry Miller, who was the draft pick down in New Orleans? Jamal Williams is out this week. He's supposedly back. He, no Kamara till next week. He might be like a pickup, and you can throw him in your lineup this week. Um, and same with Craig Reynolds of Detroit. If Montgomery is out, yeah, he'll he'll occupy that role. I think Gibbs's role will stay the same, and they will use Reynolds to be kind of that hammer runner. Is Jerome Ford a legitimate play with Nick Chubb out? hundred percent. I yep. mean, he's sure start. My guess is he is. I'm pulling up some rankings right now. My guess is Jerome Ford is a top 20 running back on boards this week. So, yes, you pick him up and you start him. No doubt.
2: Yeah, and remember, we're already into week three. Yep. Um, so, if you think about Jonathan Taylor, you think about Jonathan Jameson Williams, you know, some of those guys who are going to start to filter back. Kamara. Kamara,
4: yeah. Those guys are going to start to filter back. You should get Kamara week four, Taylor week five, Williams
5: Jameson week seven. seven. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, we're, you're getting there. You're getting yep. to that point. Um, I would also say, like, it, as we alluded to with the quarterback stuff, like, it's too early to panic on. Don't panic on your teams. Like, no, 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 believe no. in your drafts and, um, you know, you feel now can You panic can, a little bit. I'm you,
4: panicking. Yes. Be one of those guys for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but right now, like, you're starting Mahomes, you're starting the normal people. Guys that I like, I like Goff against Atlanta, I like Geno Smith against Carolina. Um, those are two guys that I that I like quite a bit this week. And I like our guy. I think John Watson's going to have a good fantasy day this week as well.
2: This is from Tommy on the social. To you, AJ Brown, Debo Samuel. It's a full PPR. Who do I sit? He's got AJ Brown, Debo, uh, Puka,
4: and Mike Evans. Who do you sit, Debo? AJ Brown is... Too good to sit. Puka is too hot to sit, and then I think it comes down to Mike Evans or Debo. I mean, they you're play, the I, Mike, play the Eagles. Bucks play the Eagles. Mike Evans is just good. Yeah. And Bake's
2: gonna throw it up. It's he's
4: just good. He's the up. Giants might the, the Niners might not have to throw it a ton in this game. Yeah. I mean, you guys load it, by the way. I'd probably see, you got to be deficient somewhere else if those are your four receivers,
2: or he's in a four-team league, which would
4: also be true. Also true. <laughs> yeah.
2: Something something yeah. like that.
4: Or he's Um, he's like in the 11-year-olds league where everybody drafts two quarterbacks. Running backs this week, DeAndre Swift again, Kyron Williams again, Mostert again, uh, Kenneth Walker against Carolina, love that. I think Gibbs will be good, and then Craig Reynolds, as I mentioned, is a little bit of a sleeper to me uh, this week. And, yeah, definitely our guy, Jerome Ford, for sure. Can you – go ahead, give me that list again that you just mentioned. For what? Those running backs. backs Kyron Williams yep. DeAndre Swift yep Kenneth Walker Kenneth Walker Jameer Gibbs Gibbs I like him Mostert Mostert Rashad White I'd even stick with him against Philly just because of his volume that he's getting right now Zach Moss you have if you Gus folks, Edwards
2: folks just from the perspective though of understanding like how the NFL operates and there was all the kerfuffle this year about running back pay and all of that did you listen to the names that Z just read that's exactly why. This is
4: why. This is why. This is why. This is
2: what the market dictates. Yep. That you don't have to have that guy. The best teams don't. No. But honestly, they don't. So that's that's the reason that the, the pay scale is what it is. Because the, the list of humans you just named, even most diehard football te- players, football
4: fans, couldn't tell you where they all went to college. For sure. Couldn't tell you where they were picked or how it all worked out. For so. sure. One position, just real quick, to give a couple guys out at, at tight end. Um, Hunter Henry against the Jets this week I like as a pickup and play. Sam Laporte is getting a lot of action with Detroit. Uh, and then Ferguson with Dallas I think are all pretty good plays. Zach Ertz, if he's on your league in a PPR league, like they're throwing 20 passes a game. Just pick him up for, for his PPR, um, and I think he'll be good there. And then uh, defenses this week, love the Patriots against the Jets. That's going to be a theme until they do something about their quarterback situation is, is that you're going to want to play them. Um and I, I like our defense this week a lot.
2: Our, I I mean I'm kind of like our defense. I play every week. Every, like they're everybody. they're kind of like one where I don't have to sub them out. Yeah, drafted them for the week one matchup and I've played them straight through. Um, love it. Yeah, I love it. Got to do yeah. that. Thursday yeah. football tonight: Giants at Niners. <laughs> no, Al will not be pleased with this matchup. Al it's, is
5: going to be really angry He's gonna by be pissed. second quarter for this one.
2: Is this one 12 or is this one 10-and-a-half? This might be a 10-and-a-half. It, it might
5: have been changed because after we went off the air, they, they, got, they downgraded to out-left guard, left tackle.
2: And Saquon. Yeah. And then, Saquon's uh,
5: out. Defensively. Ojolari. Oh, jeez.
2: All those cats are out. Yeah. yeah. All out. So then it's just a matter of just, or, I mean, the 49ers are going to slump. It's just a matter and of a half. That's what I thought It was seven and a half. So like, it's just a matter of, do you, do you keep foot to gas? And, or do you build it big enough early that they can't make it up? Right. Because if you're up, that's one of those ones. You're up 17, be 17, up. nothing at half. They should be up. They get away. some garbage touchdown in the fourth and you don't really try offensively and you win 17, seven, but you go home displeased Yes, it's
5: it is Thursday night, and weird things Lacky. happen on these Thursday night games.
4: Well, unless you're us, and then you just get them right every week, which is we are. Yeah, you're welcome. It is incredible. No comment. Just get it, no comment. It's true. It's factual. It's factual, and just get ready for a uh, get ready for us to, to call the Giants' name later on tonight. Oh baby, <laughs> oh baby. Um, get ready for it. Is
2: this the were the Giants your second most hated team as a youth?
4: Yeah. Especially when the, the Jim Burt, Burt, Jim Burt, Jim Burt hurt Joe. He did. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. said. Yeah. You guys
2: are in your, you're in the 75th anniversary throwbacks. The Niners are. Pedro's Niners are in the 75th throwback. Is he going? Nah, he doesn't go. He
4: doesn't. He doesn't enjoy it. He'll go no. if I get him tickets, you know. <laughs> <the> scholarship. <laughs> yeah. <dollars. laughs> but even then, he's like, it's better, it's better on TV.
2: He's largely right. I mean, it's, it, I think it. Looks There's something cool
4: about this. being in the building when, like. You get caught up in that emotion that only yeah, but 70, that stadium is so can give you.
2: Here's the one thing I will say I, I though, know, like, and this great. is just as a, on a serious note, and I understand this is tough with the Sandlot music in the background. Yeah, um, but there was a you had a fan you can cut, you can cut the music for a second, but um, there was a, there was a right. fan in New England who was killed I know. in a fight in the stands on Sunday. There That's are that. these videos that are coming out. Week after week after week out of stadiums around the league. It's crazy. Folks, listen. This is your Uncle Bo talking. I like a cocktail to cocktail as much as anybody. Enjoy them. They're great. Drunk in public is no way to go about life. And it's dangerous. And you see the guy in Cincinnati that headbutted yeah, the guy? I did. It's awful. It's terrifying. It's awful. Yes. Be better. You Why are don't, we have to You don't have to be blottoed. Like, you can have a cocktail, have a beer, enjoy yourself. But there's got to be you got to have an off switch,
4: man. My question is, what would compel somebody to like fight? And you saw the one in Washington, or that there's guy. One guy? in every stadium, every week that goes. Why? Viral. Why are people like, fighting? I don't know. What would make you fight a complete stranger? I have no idea. Who is no rooting for a different team than yours? I have no idea.
2: But it's happening way too often. Yeah. And right. I know
4: we go to great lengths down
2: at our stadium to try to prevent it. They have the text numbers up. If you see something, you hear something, let them know. Sure. So you you're trying to do all that you can. But, boy, be better at those stadiums because that's, yes. that's terrifying stuff. You should not have to be fear for your life or your safety of you or your children or wife or whatever going to an NFL game on a Sunday. It's a Mailbag Thursday. Tweet your questions to us at Browns underscore daily. We will answer them a little bit later in the show. Your quarterback, Deshaun Watson, at the podium coming up next. you will to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, sports betting partner. Your Cleveland Browns now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Does your furry friend have what it
2: takes to beat out the competition into the dog race sweepstakes presented by Milk Bone for a chance for your pup to compete in the annual halftime dog races? Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash contest to enter. Check out more from Milkbone at your local grocery or pet supply store. Now let's head to the podium and your quarterback. Sean Watson. Sean, you were kind of
5: a teammate with Mike Rainbow and played him five times because he's coming down to how much what do you think of what he runs there as A challenge? Yeah, I
7: mean he's gonna have a, a tough, disciplined physical uh defense that's gonna try to, you know, make you earn everything. He's gonna uh you know, disguise and do things that it's kind of out of the ordinary. He's gonna make you think on the run, and uh, he's just gonna make he gonna he gonna test you, you know, throughout the whole game. So, uh, you know, at the time you know I played with him, or uh, you know he was a coach at the time, uh, my first years in Houston was awesome. You know, be able to learn, and see what he did, and then plan against him while he was at Tennessee when I was in Houston it was uh, actually you know some good battles. So, uh, it'd be fun to you know go against his defense again. Hey, Deshaun, you said after the game that you gotta
5: play better. I know you wanted some passes back, or whatever. What have you identified as maybe the, the
7: biggest issue for you for my uh, For myself, it's being on the same page with everybody else. And I was just going with the, you know, protection-wise to the coverage-wise to what, you know, we're thinking about with Kevin, if it's going to be a four-down uh, situation, if it's a third-down situation, if I need to take the shots, if I don't need to take the shots, uh, you know, and things like that. So just being able to just continue to grow and learn, um, and, and that's the biggest thing for me. And that's the, the part of this game is the NFL. Every every week is different. Every week is a new challenge, and uh, you have to continue to grow and, and continue to get better.
5: As you've gone on in your career, have you gotten better at putting those games behind you, or do you really do you try to process them all during the week as you're getting ready for the
7: next one? No, always. Once that, that next day is up, after the 24 hours, that rule, after the off day, I think it's Tuesdays, then it's on to the next opponent. You know we can't we can't dwell to focus on that, especially early on in the season. You uh, know it's a long it's a long year, 15 more games to go, and uh, you just take the you know the bullets that come with it, and uh, you grow from it, and you just move forward. Why is getting on the same page such an issue? Well, what? Getting on the same page such an issue. Well, you got to think we had some injuries, so you know we had a rookie talker that came in, so we got to change up a little bit of the protection wise. Um, Nick went out early on, so. You know, some young running backs, that got to come in protection wise. Um, and then some of the receivers, you know, Coop. You know, he was a guy that came on, came along during camp. He didn't get too much, too many reps. Elijah is new to the system uh, with live bullets. So we didn't get too many live bullets in, in real games. You can't sit here and say, you know, practice is going to be exactly the games. It's, it's two different speeds and two different uh, things that's, you know, adjustable. Um, practice is usually, this is what we're working on. This is what we're trying to get better. But in the game, you got to be able to adjust on the fly. So. You know, all those things match up together, but, you know, we're coming along and, um, you know, sooner or later it's going to quit.
5: Mechanically, how how do you think you're playing mechanically?
7: Um, From what me and Kevin and AVP have been talking about, it's been pretty solid. Uh, From what the grades that really matter is from what the coaches and what they want me to do in the system, and uh, that's what I've been doing. So So your
1: feet, footwork and everything is is
7: what you want it to be. Uh, yeah, it's what I want it to be. It's what Kevin and A V P wanted me to do. And um, like I said, it's it's not always perfect but you know from what they uh, see it on the film game tape and what they you know, their notes and their grades from what happened the first two games it's been, you know, pretty good. Are you
6: usually able to block out the noise outside and all the stuff going on in social media and all the criticism? That you're taking, or do you get yourself sort of sometimes involved in that? Does, and if so, does it impact
7: you in any way? No, man, it doesn't impact me. I don't. I don't get into any of the social media stuff. So you know, my main job is here to play football and to, and to be the best teammate and do what I can do to help the team win.
5: Deshawn and
6: the one up. Yeah, I was just gonna say. So are you kind of oblivious to you know just some of the criticism? out there that's kind
7: of swirling? I mean, I see it, I hear it. I, I mean, it's it's impossible not to see it unless I just turn off my phone completely, or turn off the TV completely. But, you know, it comes with the territory. It comes with the, the status and the standard that people hold me, against, uh, hold me to. So, you know, I don't, I don't look at it as anything bad. I don't look at it as anything personal. You know, it's part of the game, it's part of my level, and it's part of, you know, I look at it as, hey, people hold me to the standard. So I have to, you know, make sure I play to that standard. And if I'm not, then I have to continue to find ways to get better. So, it, you know, I, I don't take it personal. I don't get in my feelings about it. It's just, you know, continue to just keep growing and keep learning and uh, keep working each and every day.
5: During uh, the broadcast of the game, they showed you in pregame
1: sitting on the
7: bench next to a, a person they identified as a visualization coach. Can you explain what's going on there? Uh, yeah, man. and Doc, um, am I allowed to say his name? Yeah. yeah <laughs> Dr. Pena. Uh, yeah, we've been talking since I got traded here last year. You know, he's a visualization, Visual coach, a player coach, um, you know, a therapist for just the mind, the mental uh, state of just not just the game, but life in general and just being able to try to focus, narrow your focus as much as possible. So we've been working and trying different things to make sure that I'm staying locked in on, you know, blocking out, you know, the good, the bad, just staying focused on my tasks and my job. And, um, you know, it's been helping and he's been a great help for not just me, but everyone in this organization in this locker room. So its uh, he's been good to be able to have that. I've never had that before. So uh, I'm still learning and, and growing from him. Is that a
5: career game ritual now for you? Uh,
7: I mean, we, this is our second time, second or third time actually doing it. So, you know, we're seeing how it goes and, and seeing how it flows, and uh, we're taking our time. You know, there's things that we got to adjust to, but um, it's definitely something that, you know, if, if it's going to help me, I definitely want to continue to do it.
5: Deshaun, your completion percentage in Houston was so high, and it hasn't been, you know, on your eight starts. Why do you think that is?
7: Uh, well, actually, it was... Going back at it, you know, early on in the seasons, if you look at 19 and 20 and 18, it wasn't as high toward, until yeah, early on. The first two or three games, it was definitely low. We still finding our rhythm. And then that's where we picked it up, especially in 20. Um, 18, we started 0-4, 1-10 straight, 19, I think we went one and one Week 1, I think, it was uh, New Orleans. That was a decent game. Won the, uh, we lost that one, went, went to Jacksonville. It wasn't a good game, and then that's when it kind of started rolling and then 20 was very similar. I think we started 0-4 also. um, And then we started picking up things like that too. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just getting comfortable with this system. Um, it's a different, totally different system. Just finding ways to, you know, get back on track when things are not going our way. Uh, you know, learning Kevin, okay, this is what we're going to do. Are we Are going to run the ball? Are we Are going to be quick game? Are we going to get it empty? Are we going to do a little bit, you know, zone read, keepers? Uh, what are we going to do to get back on track um, and things like that? So, you know, just being able to do that. You know, the other night, you know, the first play was, you know, tip ball and pick six. And then. I think the next five plays were completions, you know, and then it just kind of trickled there. And then it was like a little low in the middle of the game where we kind of went, I think six straight or something like that with incompletions. They did a good job on defense of covering the spots and then we picked back up those completions. So, um, yeah, it just, it, it's part of the game. And you just pick up the pieces and you watch the tape and see which ways, where you can keep getting those completions. But that's pretty much, pretty much it.
5: Deshaun, you only played like five series in the preseason. How much, when you talk about, you know, the early struggles, completion, getting on the same page, how much, you know, is it that, you know, you guys don't have a lot of reps at game speed that, you know, you're, you're getting adjusted to?
7: Uh, I, I mean, I can sit here and say that it's a lot, but I'm not going to sit up here and tell you guys that's, that's the reason why, you know. It's just, you know, part of the game and how the game flows. So I'm not, I'm not going to use preseason as an excuse to, say up here and say they. Yeah, we gotta continue to find our rhythm and things like that. I, I'm, I'm not gonna make no excuses for myself or anybody. Um, you know, we gotta, you know, make sure we start fast and, and play better and, and and get those completions and those that time and the rhythm. And uh, we gotta be able to adjust. So ah, man, that's the biggest thing. Just keep keep going and keep growing, keep grinding, and uh, keep working hard for it. Sean, I know
6: obviously you can't replace the chat but what have you seen from Jerome
7: Uh, I mean, I think Jerome is very confident. I think he's very smart. He's picked up the system and the, and the protection wise, especially on third down, very well. And he knows exactly what, you know, we want for that running back position. And then, you know, bringing back Kareem is going to be helpful. He was there last year with him. So. But Jerome has been a guy that he's been watching Nick from, not from a distance, right behind him. I mean, everything Nick do, he try to assimilate and, and do it in his own way. And I think that's been very, very helpful for him. And um, you know, he's going to be a big part of this offense.
6: What do you think that Kareem is going to bring to you guys, not only in terms of just like another weapon for you out of the backfield, but from a morale boost and just he's like energetic on the sidelines and you know, kind of helping you keep the guys up?
7: Yeah, I think you hit it right, right on the spot is the energy, the, the aura. He just oozes out for this team and his organization. And um, I think he, he's decided to be back on, on the field. He's decided to be back in this locker room. He's, he's decided to be in, in front of his home crowd. So, uh, you know, I think he's, you know, looking forward to that. You know, I think the biggest thing for him is just to come in and, you know, just be Kareem. And um, that's all we asked him to do. Nothing special, nothing, you know, trying to make up for space for Chubb or anything like that because that's a big void to, to try to make up. Just be you and uh, let everything flow together. Deshaun, uh, you, you, put, you, put, you played this team a lot over your career. That defensive line, how you know, what makes it special? I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh the just the movement. I mean, starting up front with, with Simmons. I mean, he's a all pro player. And then you got uh you know, you got Key and got all those Autry and all those other guys. Um it's Howard, I'm, I'm not saying it right, excuse me if I'm Landry, uh fifty eight, I mean he's another guy. Um I mean all those guys are just disruptive and very fast, very active. Um, understands what Vrabel is asking them to do, and you got to respect them. And, um, you know, it's definitely going to be a good challenge for us. And, um, you know, we're excited to compete with them. And, um, you know, you got to give them credit for what they've been doing.
4: Sean, tough week with uh, losing to the Steelers and then obviously losing Chuck for the year. As a captain of this team, how do you kind of boost the guys up? How do you recover from something like this? You know, get them
7: around that? I mean, you can't cover from an injury like that with, with, with Nick. I mean, that's, that's tough. You know, all we can do is just, you know, continue to just try to move forward. And the next person got to step up. Um, but, you know, that's always going to be in the back of our, our heads and our minds, the, the things that, you know, Chubb was here, and the things that he would say and the, the work ethic that he would put in. So, um, you know, you can't replace that. But at the same time, you know, this is the NFL. You got to continue to move forward. And the next person with the opportunity got to step up. And I think we, are, you know, we're going to bounce back from that. You cited
5: those bounce backs from earlier in your career. Does that help you maintain your confidence and give you optimism that for the rest of the season?
7: I'm going to always have confidence. I mean, that's just the person I am. And, you know, having the teammates in this locker room just telling me every day who I, you know, the player I am and, and just boosting my confidence too as I boost theirs, and uh, we're just in it together. So, you know, that me losing confidence is not something that I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to work and continue to compete and, um, you know, just try to get better as, as best as I can. Just showing uh, Minka
6: Fitzpatrick, taking a lot of heat for that
7: hit on, on Nick Jarvis. If you saw it, I mean, what can you say about that hit? Did you think it was okay? Um, I mean, it's, it, I, I, I was live there. I didn't want to watch it. Even when we watched the tape, we didn't even watch the play. So I can't speak on what happened exactly. I was on the opposite side and I didn't even know Nick was hurt until I draw back over and I seen him on the ground. So I I mean I, I'm not even sure about that, honestly.
1: Did everybody turn their head and show that? Oh yeah,
7: for sure. And like like I said, like that's quarterbacks when we watched the tape, we knew the play and we just skipped it. We we didn't even want to watch it.
2: So. Yeah, incredible uh I can't imagine being that close to it the way that he was in that game um yeah. on, on Monday night. Big one for Deshaun coming up on Sunday. We will get you the breakdown, our offense versus that Titans defense coming up next. You'll see Cleveland Runs Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
2: Cleveland Browns avocados from Peru and Meyer want to give you the ultimate football sweepstakes. It's your chance to win a 2023 Ford Lightning electric pickup truck, a VIP tour of the CCMC, or one thousand dollar Meyer gift card. Visit your local Meyer or ClevelandBrowns.com/slash-avocados for more. Time for actually before we get to the matchup, it is a mailbag, so there's still time to get those questions into Gibbe at Browns underscore daily and he'll take care of those that's coming up in about 15 minutes between now and then time of the matchup presented by BallyBet, bet sports betting partner your cleveland browns now live in ohio
4: it is our offense versus the titans defense
2: dr z all
4: right this is going to be one of those kind of interesting ones stylistically very similar to what you saw from the pittsburgh Steelers. they'll be in that three four uh, but they are better up front when they've got two Excellent interior pass rushers, Danico Autry and Jeffrey Simmons. Those two each have a sack in each of the first two games, one of three tandems in the league to have two players on the same team uh, with a sack in each of the first two games. Simmons is a stud, pro bowler, two-time, 21-22 and 22. Um, on the season. He's got two sacks already, three quarterback hits, nine pressures, which is the same number as Miles Garrett has through two games. On the other side, you got Denico Autry who's got two and a half sacks and eight pressures. And those guys are on the interior. These are the defensive ends, you know, the three technique and the five technique in a 3-4 defense. And then on the outsides, you've got very good pass rushers. Arden key got one and a half sacks already. He's got nine pressures as well this season. He had eight of them week one against New Orleans. And then on the other side, you got Harold Landry, who in his last full seasons, which was 2021, was a pro bowler and had 12 sacks. He got his first sack of the season last week. He missed all of 2022 due to injury. So that's the pass rush they've got. And it's pretty good. They upgraded their interior. They brought in Aziz Alsheer from the 49ers yep. uh, at, at the inside linebacker position back in 21. He had 102 tackles an interception, five passes, defense, nine tackles for loss. Uh, last year, only 12 games for the Niners. But he is one side. Jack Gibbons, a former undrafted free agent. He is the other interior linebacker. Uh, he made five tackles last week. He leads the team or second on the team with 12 tackles this season. Um, so. Those are the guys on the inside. And then the back end, Bayard is is the best two-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro. 27 career interceptions. Uh, He's got four more interceptions in five of the last six seasons. He once had three interceptions against the Browns in 2017 off of Deshaun Kaiser. That is his career high. His 27 interceptions since he came into the league are second most behind only Xavier Howard. So Bayard is is a legit guy. And, And you look at this team, their corners, they've been banged up a little bit. Uh, they don't have Caleb Farley. Um, Sean Murphy Bunting uh, was with Tampa Bay, former second round pick, Super Bowl champion. He's come in. He had three passes defense last week, which was a career high for him. He's on one side. If Christian Fulton can go, he was our second round pick in 2020. He'll be on the other side. Um, he gave up 102 rating in coverage last year, though. On the season, Sean Murphy Buttons given 129 rating. You look at this defense, and you'll you'll hear it a lot: high ratings, high com- completion percentages. Last week, they played a guy named Trey Avery because Fulton was out, an undrafted free agent out of Rutgers uh, from 22. They t- went after him. 12 of 15, 100 yards, two touchdowns, 134 rating. So <laughs> I, I don't did that, yeah, Herbert. Robert, I don't expect him Chargers. to play in this one. Um, they'll play probably. Amani Hooker should be back. He was out last week with a with a concussion. He has seven career interceptions. He'll be the the strong safety. Bayard, the free safety. Molden will play some in their big kind of you know big corner situations. Uh, and then they got Roger McCreary as well. So it, it's a defense that's got a stud at, at uh, up front it's got very capable pass rushers and then a ball-hawking center field free safety that you have got to be you got to watch out for. So far this year they've not allowed a running back uh, over 50 yards. They're giving up just 2.7 yards per carry. They have not allowed a rushing touchdown this year. Um, they've been good against tight ends as well. No tight end over 50 yards, no touchdowns to that position. They have been brutal against wide receivers. They've given up over 200 yards and a touchdown to wide receivers in both games. They've given up a 100-yard receiver in both games, Chris Alave and Keenan Allen. The second leading receiver has been over 80, so they've given up over 110 and an 80 in both games. Uh, the Jeez. first week it was Alave and Rashid Shaheed. The second week, uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. So that's what they're going to do. They're going to try to get after you up front. They they can generate a lot of pressure. Similar 3-4. We've got to keep ourselves in good down and distance situations, not let them kind of unleash that pass rush. But they're weak on the back end, and, and you can throw the ball. They're, they're not great covering at the linebacker position either. So this is this is a team that I think the Browns should be able to exploit very effectively through the air. What do you think – the first drive looks
2: like for us what what is the way to get that pass game on track how do you do that because you, you said this several times through the weeks and I think you're right there have been these throws here or there in yep. all of these every game he's played that you yep. go wow I mean that's we had a couple of them in the game against Pittsburgh you are like, geez that's that's so tough to make that that's, that's who he is right yep and so how do you unearth more of those because I think the one thing that people would like to see, and you and I too, coaches, I'm sure Deshaun would like to see, is I mean, hell, even if there's just one drive like that, one two-minute, bing-bong-bong, touch, put it on the board, let's go, like, and you kind of had that in the two-minute against Cincinnati week one. You did have that type of drive where it was like, okay, this is what it should look like, but you didn't have it against Pittsburgh. And so you just need to see that a little bit. How do you get that going? I know that's something they're wrestling
4: with. You're supposed to get those drive starters like the first play was. You get Alex Highsmith in coverage against Harrison Bryant. The ball gets a little bit tipped at the line of scrimmage. It it ends up a little bit wide. Bryant gets both hands on it, doesn't catch it. You get bad luck, it becomes a pick six. But it's getting those kind of easy drive starters. What I think I'd like to see more of, in this offense are those long handoffs to Elijah Moore. Just get swing yeah. passes. Get it out to him in space. If he catches it and, and you know gets tackled right away, it's probably a three, four, five, six, seven yard gain. If he makes a couple guys miss, it could be a big play or, or a 10 plus yard yeah. gain. But just get some of those easy ones and get them into a rhythm. And I know that's what they were trying to do. That's exactly why you come in that 13 personnel, then you bust it out to the five wide because you get the matchup that you want that should be an automatic, you know, seven yards. But you you got to hit those layups early. I think uh, you know more shotgun, m- maybe not as much with the empty, but more shotgun, and just give him some of those concepts where it's he feels comfortable with them, mm-hmm. and then it's here, here, or it's, it's takeoff, and just let him kind of be more free as opposed to you know some of the stuff that that he has to do in timing. Now he's been very good in the play action keeper game, mm-hmm. so that you know more of those boots get him on the edge. What's um, tougher to do though against a three four? That's why you don't see as that's why you didn't see as many of them against. Pittsburgh because those those stand-up edges are so wide yep. that they're compressing. And what makes this Tennessee team very tough is they have the guys out wide who can really kind of compress the edge and narrow the field, and then in the middle they've got Jeffrey Simmons who is an absolute game wrecker. So they are a tough team to deal with.
2: Yeah, they sure are, and they're going to be really, really well coached, and you've yes. seen it. They are there to compete. First two weeks you'd argue they're outmanned with both opponents that they're playing, and yet they beat the Chargers at home and they come back and almost beat the Saints on the road. So whatever they are, Vrabel will give you the best of it uh, coming up on the game on Sunday. All right, it is time for a little Mailbag Thursday edition. Still time to tweet your questions to us at Browns underscore Daily. We will answer those coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Valley Bet. Sports betting partner, your Cleveland Browns, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. (laughs)
1: Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
2: Well, it's a Mailbag Thursday presented by the Cross Country Mortgage, official mortgage partner of your Cleveland Browns when it comes to financing. They always get you home. Visit CCM.com today. Equal housing opportunity, MLS 3029. Hello, Gibbe. Howdy, gentlemen. What a day.
5: What a day, baby. It's Thursday already. Thursday. Again. The whole Monday night football thing, in more ways than one, suck. So I'm, I'll am i just say this,
2: and I'm sure you guys feel similarly. These weeks go so fast because of the routine of them. Yep. When you do this job, there's a routine, a rhythm of a Monday is this, a Tuesday is this, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, and they just – one goes after another. The idea that we're staring down the barrel of Friday tomorrow, it's hard for me to wrap my head around. Um so it's just the weeks in football season for me go so fast they just stack.
4: Especially the Monday night game it makes it like
2: really f- yeah insane yeah. And then that th- throws off Monday's rhythm too because that's now different. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a really compressed
5: week. It really is. Yeah. It's uh, it's a lot. We'll yeah. get there though. Luckily, good weather. We're fine. We're fine. Hey, nice. safe, safe, pal. Yeah. Safe. Safe. You can tweet your questions to at Browns underscore daily and this is the twitter mailbag as we do each and every thursday presented by cross-country mortgage the official mortgage partner of the cleveland browns when it comes to financing we always get you home visit ccm.com today equal housing opportunity nmls3029 john cle who's got to have it more this week chargers or Bengals? I mean, they both aspire to a lot. I, I think probably the answer
2: to that would be the bank? they both play out of, out of conference. I think I'm going to go Chargers just from the standpoint of I don't know if this division is going to run away from anybody. So even at 0, and, 0 and 3 would be brutal yes. for Cincinnati. But I don't know that anybody in this division is going to be 5 and 1 after six weeks. So I think that it's that's, that's a chance for. And their schedule really eases up. They got the Cardinals and. Um, whereas if the Chargers were 0-3 and playing in the same division with Kansas City, I don't know. Maybe that's harder. I don't know. They both need it bad.
4: They both. I mean, it, it, it's got muscle for both of them. Teams yeah, don't make the playoffs. I watched
5: Burrow walk out to practice today with a compression sleeve on his leg and did not look like he was moving. He didn't practice. I mean, he's just walking around like he – yeah. I mean, they got a, they got big problems. Yeah, know? they
4: got big problems. Big
5: problems with, that, with the calf with him.
4: By the way, this just in – Travis Kelsey today on the McAfee show. Oh, okay. my
5: God. It's so good. When, he said? when
4: asked about the rumors, he said, I've told her that I've seen her rock a stage at Arrowhead. And she might have to come see me rock the stage at Arrowhead. There was a great statement that was oh, put man, out that by her kind of pe- by uh, really real. Swift's
2: people this morning. that was in like the London newspaper or something. Look at the swag. Yeah, because she's yes. over. Let's she's go. out of the country. So, you let's go. Scene. Uh, I don't I have no clue, but I think he said that um, the report was that she is in her have fun stage and they've only hung out a couple of times and it's very informal, but she thinks he's cute or charming or yeah, yeah. some nonsense. And then the other part of the statement was that Jason or that Travis Kelsey doesn't really like the attention. And I'm going. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Jeez, living for it. Come on. It's one of the greatest shoot your shots of all time. Totally. It's good I mean, right for him. That. Why not? Yeah,
5: it's an all time shoot your shot. Yeah, uh, you can tweet your questions to us at Browns underscore Daily. Like David Whalen, would you rather eat the oldest thing in the office fridge, or clean the office bathroom with just toilet paper? Uh, I'll, do the, I'll do the I'll do the toilet paper. I'm not, afraid, yeah, I'm not of afraid of that. That's fine. I'm eating the I'm oldest thing worst thing that happens oh, a little God. food poisoning and i oh, what
4: if the oldest thing's a hard-boiled egg that's been in there for like five yeah, years you can do it i don't think you can do that do I, I,
2: I i can i'm not worried about cleaning i can wash i'll disinfect yes. i'm fine yeah, I'll yeah. do that all day
4: long
5: uh kyle gratz how much money would someone have to donate to a charity to be the fourth player on the team of uncle bo z and gibby at a golf outing also how that's much alcohol idea. would said fourth player have to be able to consume to still be vertical after the outing i'm not a big drinker when i golf me neither she is although although like is it like are we just at a golf outing are we trying to win said golf outing or Uh, we we are trying to win yeah or are we just out there shooting around i think you're just having a good time probably
2: i don't know i think it would be great i mean don't we didn't somebody bid on that didn't somebody win that with us
5: actually i've got some details on that that's for off here oh okay I thought there I thought yes. we did something like that,
2: and it was a good deal. It was a great deal of money. Yes. that was the they ended up being. We yes. actually was ended up one being of one the of the tops. one of the tops at the the Browns yes. Foundation outing. So, That's right. Um, yeah, I you know I'm. It's a decent number. You know, I don't have a lot of time. Yeah. So, like to give away that much would be, you know, I do it. For, I do it for the kids. Do it for yeah, some charity. Like
5: I, look, I don't want you to get. I don't want you to get wrecked because I don't want you to. I want you to enjoy it. You can have cocktails; it's fine.
2: Have a, have a, have mixing a water is all I'm saying. Don't be like exactly. some, yeah, stumbling moron yep. when you're trying
5: to play. Don't exactly. be an embarrassment. Handle your booze. Yep. Uh, Tommy Clayco, who was the first person you met that left you starstruck?
4: When I met uh, the first thing that popped in my mind when I met Dwight Clark after that World Series game in his fur coat. Floor length fur coats Unbelievable like, Floor length guy's Full coat. Yeah, f- f- The first. So you're just. at a World Series game Yeah, McGuire Hits a walk-off It was game three Of the 1988 World Series How'd so that one end up? Not good trying for to some remember. Some guy from that. the Reds Or is that 89? No, that was uh, 90 I 89 just, I couldn't remember How 88 Boy. finished 4-1 Found Dodgers Doesn't sound like Anything went well 4-1 Dodgers But that was the game That 4-1 won. I, There
2: must have been Quite a bit of drama
4: <laughs> Dennis Eckersley Kirk Gibson Nightmare Fuel uh but mcguire at the walk-off and then i said like and i was like oh my god i was 10. he was in full
2: yeah it's, there were no famous people in montana when i was yeah. a kid pretty remote um the first time that i remember um i was a intern at the television cbs affiliate in billings montana and um bo jackson and herschel walker came to town as like a get fit with bo and herschel thing that they were doing and we we go and we, we I went with the, the main sports guy and we went and interviewed him and like Bo Jackson to me well I mean with the similar name, like he walked on water and we're of an age to remember like that window when he was the greatest athlete on the planet. Yes. And I was completely starstruck, blown away by it. Um, in those days you didn't think to like get a picture or anything either. Like there you wasn't didn't have that the means, camera really. phones, yeah. there was none of that. So like you there's really no evidence that it actually ever took place because I was holding a camera interviewing him. Uh, but I do remember this. This really struck me. His, The size of him versus Herschel was a dramatic difference. Like, Sar- Bo was significantly bigger than Herschel. Really? Yeah. And Herschel, Herschel Lager a big he's dude. He's a big dude. But Bo like could have swallowed him. He's a His, big dude. Was the, wow. the size difference f- for Bo was significant.
5: Okay. Uh, Kyle Gratz tweets at the show, as you can, at Browns Unders- underscore daily. Forty-year-old high school friends making our yearly trip to a game this weekend. I think you picked a good one. Staying around Fourteenth and Superior. Any suggestions for places to eat cocktails in the area? Oh my god! I mean, there's so many. You're you're more of a man the, about the downtown. The new Fahrenheit
4: is. I'm sure. Electric. That's, I'm sure. That's Fahrenheit Marble Room, Town Hall, Luca, Aqua de Luca.
5: My favorite little dive bar in downtown, otherwise known as the Map Room. So fantastic. Sora. Place.
4: Sushi place is good. Yeah, I'm, see, I'm, I'm, I don't get down there often. No, I'm not down there often. My buddies are coming in town, though. On Friday, we'll be, be at Luca for a little Italian. There you go. Yeah, yeah. delicious. It's fun. Place. You're going to have a ball, man. Yeah. It's a great weekend Weather's for gonna it. Weather's going to be unbelievable.
2: Go down so to I'm the river.
5: Just go down. Like, yeah, yeah. So Spank.
2: You, you wonder, like, are you going to be, is he coming in Saturday? Probably coming in Saturday. Uh, the one thing I would do, though, is if he's a football fan, he must be, since this is his big getaway. Like, yep. Notre Dame, Ohio State's at 730 Saturday night. Like, my favorite thing to do is great meal while watching football. It's great. So, like, you give me a white tablecloth with great TVs. Yes. Maybe a couple other amenities that she'll be named nameless. And, and now you're on to something. That's the type of establishment I might want to start someday. I like, I think you and I have that. I think, <laughs> have that. I think, I think yeah. that's what yeah. I want. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's not
5: a lot to ask. I think it's easy. Uh, KBM, I'm trying to get off melatonin. What's a go-to nightcap? <laughs> <laughs> gonna, like, By like the way, that's, uh, that's an extreme situation. <laughs> Don't you want those things? <laughs>
2: Usually like, you're trying to get off the nightcap and you go to the melatonin. By the way, yeah. melatonin
5: does
4: not work for me. It has never worked for me.
5: I took it for Some a Some people a love while. it. Some people I've love never, it.
4: Unfortunately, I have always been an e-
2: easy easy yeah.
4: sleeper.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know. Mad
4: Dog Russo is saying gummies.
2: <laughs> you could maybe try that. I don't, I don't know. know. I like what a CBD heck?
4: gummy? A sleepy CBD gummy? Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Um, I don't the, think you want to start turning to, to bourbon right before you go to
2: bed. I don't know if that's the answer. Not, not right away. No, no. You no. don't want that. I'm all for a nightcap. Enjoy yourself. Sure. I mean, but, Boy. Um what was he asking? What what, what type of cot what would work? Yeah. I mean anything yeah, would nightcap. work. If you're just using it to go to sleep, literally anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
5: nice little eight, shot of JMO and eight, eight, call it a day. Eight
2: fingers of anything will work well, as yet. a depth charge if you That'll that's what doubt. you're looking for. A little you don't I don't spend a lot of money if
5: you just want to go to sleep. There, there's no need to overthink it.
2: Yeah. None. I don't think any
5: of it's advisable. KCK, <laughs> K- 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 K. Zagora. Zagora, of the remaining road games, rank your top three cities for visiting fans.
4: Seattle. I think Seattle's a cool city. It's a great yes. city. And you're going to get to see it, I think, while the weather's enough there, because uh-huh. we're, we're there in the middle of October. Seattle, Denver, LA. I mean, those would be the top three by far. Seattle, Denver, Baltimore.
5: I like, I, the Baltimore, city's great, it, man. You, I, I, I have I, a It's blast. great and not great.
2: I would also say this, too. Like, folks, like, like, Gibbe's view of a road trip is slanted incredibly by the quality of the press box and the
5: radio booth. No, That's the, fair. no, 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 no. I'm actually talking about nightlife here. Uh, it's really nice no, in no, Baltimore. No. I'm not, don't even go to the Inner Harbor. Federal Hill, great place. Little Italy is top of the line. Some good seafood spots. You got
2: to know where you're going there too, a little bit though. Yes. Okay, you know, we'll do so the homework.
5: You got yes. to know where you're, where to, and where Let not to be. Something. And I like you Indy cannot. Baltimore is Indy lovely. Is solid you can go,
4: yeah. go. to those. You see, you have you have Los Angeles is fifth. Yeah, I think it's a dump.
5: <laughs> I hate it. Okay, I hate every time we go to L.A. <laughs> Give me goes to check into Pelican Hill. This place is a dump. No, 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 no. Except we don't it's stay Anamonica in Pelican. Stinks. I would love to stay. Malibu. Who, would, needs, who it? needs it? I would. Somewhere over there sucks we're not anywhere close to any of that we're, we're still,
2: you're la live you're jw marriott la yes, live yeah exactly. it's gorgeous it is great there Great and hotel
4: it's, and it's real easy to get to all of the places you're right off discuss. the freeway baby For you get all all everywhere it. you need to I get to LA. i love it i love dirty LA. 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 Trashy. we love it okay no <laughs> have you ever spent any time in like the hollywood hills gibbet no, rubbing elbows with Wait greatness. A what
2: about when he was a mus- music? All right, hold on. I give
4: you my most surreal. One of my most surreal stories of my entire life. All right, I have my it, pen out. It is prior to week one of let's see, whatever season that eight. A- I'll it out from his career sets. So, Adair Peterson is out the year before. Okay, this is right after he like destroys his knee. And then he comes back, and it's the year he goes on to lead the league in rushing. So, this would have been 2015. Okay. And for whatever reason, I'm out. I am in L.A. prior to week one of that season. So, it must okay. have been. That's where I must have been for, like, Labor Day weekend. Okay. In a past life, I did a TV show with Ashton Kutcher. That's correct, yeah. So, and I was out there in his league that they did all this big fantasy draft for, whatever. So I'm at his house in the Hollywood Hills, like next to the Hollywood. Surreal, insane Crazy, place. Yeah. Insane pad. We're hanging out. We're all talking about fantasy football. And we're talking about Adrian Peterson. It was like, could you even play him in week one? He goes, hold on. Pulls his phone out. On speakerphone. Calls Adrian Peterson. <laughs> who answers? They shoot the for a second yeah and he says hey listen i'm here with all my buddies we're like pump c come back week one fantasy are we playing he goes yeah play me i'm back i'm i'm ready to go and like there was there were no reports that he was that indicated that he was going to be back and good to go so i'm like this is insane so sure enough he comes back and the first week was the next week, 134, 126 and 2, 81 and 1, because people were like nervous about him and he had got it straight from the horse's mouth. That's amazing. Completely insane. I was like, <laughs> wait a second. This is surreal. Now it's taken surreal to a yeah. completely different level. Yeah.
5: So that's not happening in Baltimore, gentlemen. <laughs> no. No. LA, right
4: to the top.
2: Straight to the top.
4: No thanks. Uh, KCK, God, Uncle Baltimore. Bo. Like, Baltimore is your- not even ranked in the top probably like 30 cities in this country. Right? Is it? Maybe? Oh God, no! But
2: I will say I I like that I like I do like the Baltimore D C Annapolis area. Yes. I think that area is really cool, yes. and I do think that that is an awesome place to see a football game. Oh my God, it's one of the yeah. best! You're so, taking a road least. trip,
4: yeah, but I wouldn't. Yeah. All right. If you're taking a road trip, you you're saying because you can drive to Baltimore that enhances it? No, but like I, what I'm saying is
5: I'm looking at the whole experience. So fine. it depends on what you're so looking for. A,
4: I hate so fine.
2: It depends on what you're looking for because Dude,
5: you're, this is me being. Yeah. One is it. So well, far, I would, I'll go here. I'm
2: going to give you a, a bridge. I'll give you a bridge. Los Angeles would be like a vacation with a football game. Yes. Yes. Baltimore would be a football
5: game. Yes. So Fair. it's, t- it's a different. Well, and mood. if you and have the mean, necessary means, necessary means this, this, to go this person, and get this person is to probably going all in, all in on a Saturday and leaving on a Monday. Yeah. Well then you can't, so, depending on where you live. Yeah. yeah.
4: What do you mean? You fly out to LA, leave at seven, you're there at nine in the morning, you got a whole day. LA's great.
5: Uncle LA's Bo, great. give me your three favorite oh. budget bourbons from KCK. I'll do ones that, uh yeah, Why you can't, can't you get, get it
4: anymore?
2: Well, because people like us talk about it, and so you can't. So it's just you get one out, you get you one can't at a time. T- you know.
4: Take a bourbon that's twenty bucks and is awesome, and then make that one that you have to show up and sit in a parking lot at nine in the morning for. That's like where us. we're at. It's a twenty-dollar bourbon.
2: I know. Well, dude, Elmer T Lee was a twenty-six-dollar bourbon, and now it's a ghost. So like, this is what's happened. The, all it's been happening for over a decade. Here's some really good ones that you can find and get all the time, readily available. I think Larceny's pretty good. It's, it's not. It's, it is. It sounds good it's as no well, but it's but it's also under thirty bucks, so that's fair. You, you know, he's, he wants a budget bourbon. Yeah. So I think I think that's a good one. Um, Woodford is always good. That's a little bit more than double. Oak global just, double Oak's fifty. That's very very good. Double Oak's good. Uh, locally, my guys at High Bank with the Whiskey War line do a very good job. Up and coming. Up and coming. <laughs> Best blended whiskey in America, three years running. San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Maybe not know. up and coming. I don't Maybe know. already there.
4: I don't know. Maybe they I don't know. know. Yeah. I think they know something. They that, might know some spirits yeah, that's the
2: one that put Pappy Van Winkle on the map. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Love a
5: dog today. Pierogi versus ravioli. <laughs> Pierogi.
2: Ravioli. What? I'm, I'm anti ravioli.
4: How can you be anti ravioli?
2: There. So when I was a kid, the my grandma from time to time would make us like spaghettios and that type of operation. That's not. Hold okay. on. So it's kind of like you with the egg, like okay, she made ravioli once instead of spaghettios, okay, and I got sick. It made me nauseous, and so I I understand that that's the lowest form of the ravioli, right? I get it, and I, I understand. But I You're can't. Talking about Chef Boyardee ravioli. That's correct. I cannot.
4: That's It's a resemblance to ravioli.
2: It's much like your egg problem, though, right? Like you an will egg's not still an egg, right? But you will not eat an omelet. Because of an experience you had as a kid with hard-boiled eggs. I don't like the taste eggs. of eggs. Right. But eggs can taste, depending you on what do, you put you in can them. Like for can, sure. You know what I mean? Like, depending on the oil or the I buttery will say base no, but, or
4: whatever. Like, Can I ask if this is yeah. a fair comparison? So, I also got sick once on Chewy Chips Ahoy. Okay. But that has not taken me out of the chocolate chip game. I just can't eat Chewy Chips so, Ahoy.
2: So, I'm sure that ravioli is, is good. I just, here, here's just the issue, though. Like if, if I'm at an Italian joint, it's never going to win the, the race. So that's why they uh,
4: that's why it's not. Now. You come and, to my house though. My Z- wife's
2: Polish. I mean pierogies. Come on.
4: The Zagura Steakhouse, you're gonna get you're gonna get some shrimp cocktail, I might get a crab cake to start. You're gonna get a Caesar salad yep. that I eat at the end because I'm European like that. You're gonna get a big steak. So elevated. You're gonna get I don't know, it could be grilled asparagus, could be the steakhouse broccoli, could be Brussels sprouts. I like it. And yep. pancetta. All could be any wins. of that. And then the starch is usually a lobster ravioli. Tossed lightly in a little pesto, and it is, it feels good. like it would be delicious. You'd love it. I just think it's, it's, This it's would of have no resemblance to Chef Boyardee I'm sure I grew not. up on Chef Boyard. Yeah, do you remember those guys? of Same. course. Yeah, Spaghettios. I don't Awful, know. They had any roller dude. coasters. That's we're talking I know, about, dude. I've had other ravioli. Was, you I you mean, eat, yeah,
2: I, yeah, right. I've eaten ravioli at good places. I'm just saying, like, when it, I never order it. Sure. And it's not something that I...
4: I don't order it at a restaurant. I can no. tell you last time I ever ordered ravioli, but ravioli in my home is a staple. I use it as a side dish. I like that. I like where your head's at. Yeah. You get a portobello ravioli. I do a lobster ravioli. Yeah. Mm. Throw a little trough on there. Mm. Got to be easy with that. Just, just a little goes a long way. It goes it's a, a long way. It goes a very oh, yeah. long way. I
2: like the spicy trough. Timothy tweets, don't forget Buffalo Trace for a good budget. It is, but you can't get it either. Where do you can get it? Where so in Ohio, these things just are not readily Mountains available.
4: Landon's is a reasonably
2: priced bourbon. It's get Fifty it. bucks, can't get it. Can't Impossible. Get it.
4: Nope. Ghost. Sucks. Just sucks. It stinks. It's awful. It's been wrecked. It wrecked it. And I was that. I never was going to become a collector and get into high end bourbons, but I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed having Weller in my home. I thoroughly enjoyed using Weller to make the bourbon apple pie. Oh yeah. All of it, gone. Gone. Like I used to be able to go into Giant Eagle. And get not just the one, the giant the bottle. Yeah, the big boy. For like 30 bucks or whatever sure. it was. And I'd get over. like three of them and I had it for. Yep. I, I, who knows? I should have bought them all back then. I should have just said, I'll buy everything that you have. You forever. used to be able to get
2: the antique too and that doesn't even hit shelves. Yeah, That's anymore. like the maroon, right? Yeah. 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 It's, no. all, it's all a ghost. Yeah. All right, we got a score to pay attention to coming up next. just the Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
2: We got Thursday Night Football, the San Francisco 49ers, the New York. This feels like Pat Summerall, right? You can almost hear him saying it. Uh, oh, baby. Oh, gosh. So da-da-da-da-da. great. So, so great. Yeah. Montana, Clark, touchdown. 49ers. The no, this is going to be. No, not today, no, though. No, not not today. today.
4: Not today. This is Phil Sims to oh, Mark boy. Bavaro. Phil McConkie. Look. <laughs> Look at that little megat run. <laughs> yes. Stetler off the bench. Giants by a billion. <laughs> by a billion.
2: By a billion, and billion. A like, come on. A
4: infinity plus three.
2: Too easy. Too easy. Next level next, Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland.